I'm Rogue Padron. Luke Skywalker, gladiator. Who's hungry? Ugh, bad sign. Give me a battle that would be pretty <laughs> cheap to film. And The Fugitive, starring Darth Vader, who did kill his wife. <laughs> <laughs> this is Rogue Leader. All wings report in. Rogue Six, standing by. Rogue Seven, standing by. Rogue Nine, standing by. Rogue Three, standing by. Listeners, welcome to Season 26, Mission 5, Episode 201 of Rogue Padron. Tonight, we will be continuing with Splinter of the Mind's Eye, Chapters 10 through 11. But before that, here is a quick reminder of your hosts. If Heath, Rogue 3, was something to keep yourself occupied on a road trip, he would be just falling asleep and waking up only when there's a time for a rest stop and not helping with the drive at all. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, waking up only when I need to pee and demanding a rest stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holy but Heath, we yeah. stopped five minutes ago. You were still asleep. You didn't wake up. We said, "Do you want to get up and go use the bathroom?" And we and you said to us, "Go fuck yourself." Now I have to pee. <laughs> I don't understand. What... <laughs> I don't understand what the issue is. Here. <laughs> Nothing that can be done about it. Honestly, the bladder wants what it wants. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the bladder wants what here. it wants. Do you want Am me I to wrong? piss in the car? <laughs> yeah, that seems worse. <laughs> Danny Rogue Six would be learning and sharing fun state facts that aren't really that fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're about to enter Ohio. Did you know that the state model of Ohio is the bladder wants what it wants? <laughs> <laughs> it would be for Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Heath jolts awake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I'm just imagining a road trip with the five of us and what a five Absolute. plus. Absolute chaos. Inconsolable. <laughs> Ash, Rogue Nine, would be jamming out to his favorite tunes and singing very loudly, even if no one else in the car knows the songs. Actually, especially if no one else in the car knows the songs. I love that. We're listening to eight hours of Sonic the Hedgehog music, fuckers. Get ready. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's it's why a I'm good asleep. thing he's asleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of us does start singing along and Ash just very surreptitiously like skips to the next track. <laughs> yeah, you don't get to sing along. <laughs> Seth, Rogue Seven, will be pointing out every sheep, cow, horse, or other various livestock as we drive by. I do that. I even did that on the plane over to Adelaide because I saw cows on the down Penix, and I was like, cow! And then I was like, shit, I can't say that out loud on a plane. 
it's weird on a plane. I love <laughs> there how are a lot, in the United a lot of States, cows. things you can't say out loud on a plane are like bomb, weapon, terrorist. In New Zealand, things fair, you can't say out loud on a plane are cow. To be fair, we also can't say those things. Yeah. <laughs> I did get yelled at, to... at an airport for saying bomb once. Um... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Though to be fair, one of my flights, um, I did go through and they were like, they're like, oh, you got anything dangerous? And I was like, no. And they're like, cool. <laughs> That's it? That's... Yeah. Yeah. What's they just like, point? wait for me on a little bit. They what? just trusted me. The... I look trustworthy, oh. apparently. Meanwhile, uh, um, I got fucking searched because I had an audio recorder in my bag that looked like oh. a taser, apparently. Yeah, audio equipment will always get you. They're like, is this it a taser? Did you bring a taser on a plane? I was like, motherfucker, it is a microphone. And then you like rewind it and then you play it. It's like one of those old school with the tape recorders and it has like note to self, novel idea. <laughs> it says note to self, bring down this plane. <laughs> <laughs> That's your novel is fucking plane. Yeah. Novel idea. A a mild mannered. <laughs> I'm a university professor with a crush on one of my students. <laughs> A classic literary trope. It is, definitely. And I have a taser that I'm going to set off in this plane that I decided is an audio recorder. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm Meg Ripley. It also functions as one. Sorry. And I would be making up weird backstories for horror movie monsters. Uh, oh. Like how the creeper from Jeepers Creeper is actually a rodent injury attorney. Um, <laughs> it's a family business. I love that. This would be a fun road trip, honestly. It's a fun it road be. trip. I'd get a lot of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> For once in my life, I'd be well rested. <laughs> Meg, I feel like our road trip habits are pretty compatible, actually. Because mm -hmm. most of the fun facts I'm bringing up, I don't actually know. I'm just bullshitting anyway. So it's more a game of like, who's telling the truth and who's bullshitting here right now? We're both telling the truth, uh, so. <laughs> well, just wait until I call every single animal a horse. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to hate that. <laughs> Danny, there's a, a spotted, spotted horse and a woolen horse. I see I a think horse, horse like, horns. there's a dog. There's I a think dog. if the five of us... Man's so best mad. friend horse. I think if the five of us went on a road trip together, it, we would either become like stronger than we ever have before, and it would be a life changing experience, or we'd never speak to each other again. And it's probably <laughs> the second one that's more likely. It's Listen, both. It more, would be both. It would be more both. than three of us have not been in the same car together before for any amount of time. So, like, Danny, Heath, and I have. And then, like, Maybe I've, I've been, been in a car, car with you. you. I've been in a car with you and Heath, too. Yeah, yeah I've been a car with most of you. Did the four of but us not, not have an Uber together in Chicago? I don't oh. think. I just I walked everywhere in Chicago. Yeah I, yeah, I don't think I Ubered anywhere in Chicago except from to the airport. Yeah, yeah, I just walked because we were like right in the city. And where did I fucking go except for celebration, frankly? And food. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, I have a question. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Great. Great. Um, no, I guess it was revealed that Baloney is his movie is going to be called Heir to the Empire. No, wait, that was I, that was a like, reveal. We didn't argue. Was it a reveal or like a or like a like a like a re reveal? No, it wasn't like, like an official what? reveal. But apparently, it's going to be called Heir to the Empire, rumored. which is why I, yeah. 
this isn't this isn't news though. Like I cannot conceptualize a universe where that isn't what they called it, right? Like we all do the same <laughs> no, thing, right? No, but it still pisses me off. <laughs> like, Filoni cannot get his grubby little mitts off of previous titles. He already ruined Tales of the Jedi. Say, Tales of the Jedi was already a way cooler thing than his version of Tales of the Jedi. But and anyway. this will be a way less cool thing than the original. You know what? Uh, no, but what it got me thinking about is that if they bring back, like, Mara Jade, which I fucking doubt they will. I don't think they're touching her with a 10 <laughs> Filoni, Mara Jade. Horrible. Mm-mm, Awful. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Awful. No. She's girl bossing. That was girl my question. That was really my question. <laughs> so was like, how, how bad do you think this is going to turn out? <laughs> oh, she's a turf. If Filoni was going to do Mara Jade, Jade, it would just be revealed that Ahsoka was Mara Jade all along. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine how funny that would be. Actually, that would be okay. a really great reveal. Ahsoka is just, has a, red is just a moniker, like Boba Fett. Just red. <laughs> Yeah. She's got red tendrils. You know the thing about that is that Boba Fett actually hasn't been a moniker, despite the fact that everyone's been like, it's a moniker. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. at the time that it happened. His name so is here's, Boba. <laughs> here's my take on this. It's a no-win situation. If... <laughs> if you, you have to <laughs> stray... <laughs> you have to stray very far from the book to make it a decent thing for people to watch. And that will make people who love the book mad. If you like, if you're like, oh, well, let's keep the people who like the book happy, and you like make it closer to a straight adaptation, it's gonna be terrible to watch, and everyone else is gonna hate it. Like, you can't win here. Why? Why yeah, are you? Like, the, it kind of, I just like, don't think the they unless they the undo name. the sequel trilogy, it contradicts a ton of canon if they go straight. Like, to why? The, I mean, the, the thing that they're gonna do is it's gonna be smack in the middle, and it's gonna be terrible for everybody. Yeah, I um, think no one's gonna, gonna like it. It's definitely gonna be an Ahsoka-led heir to the Empire. And I think I hate I think, that phrase. I hate that phrase so much. <laughs> no, I fucking hate it also, but it's like that's what it's gonna be. Yeah. But yeah. then again, we might get CGI Luke Skywalker, which is way worse. That is so much worse. And apparently I mean, this movie apparently this movie also ties up the Mando verse. So is it a Mando movie? I mean, yeah, it's, it's all the shows they're bringing. Mando. They're doing their Avengers thing. They're they're bringing all the shows together. So I, it's gonna be like I guarantee because Luke Avengers will be in this. everything about that. Avengers never brought any shows together, right? It's, I think it's their for you know it's their quote, yeah yeah, quote, yeah Avengers yeah. I think it's I gonna think... be bad because they have too many characters and they don't know how to handle that many characters. And Dave Filoni sucks at live action. He doesn't know how to handle shit. any of the characters. <laughs> Not even his own characters, which is really frankly embarrassing. I this think, will like, probably be go ahead. I think it's gonna be like I think a lot of things in Mandalorian season three happened the way that they did because they were like, we need to get them out of the way and like not in the middle of retaking Mandalore because we need them for Thrawn shit. And like I was reading something the other day and it, it like about this idea that they're gonna basically make the unknown regions like a, a like a parallel universe of Star Wars and like Ahsoka and all of them will be just over there and that will keep the original trilogy characters out of it. So, because they're gonna need an explanation, they're gonna need an explanation for why they're not the ones like leading the charge on this. Just let them die. You know what? I think. I hope they get trapped in that fucking black hole, Necronus, whatever it is. No, Necronus wasn't a black hole. Um, whatever the black hole was in Alpha Squadron, they can't escape and they will die in the black hole. It just feels like it's pandering to EU fans, and like, except the problem is that EU fans actually hate it. They hate Filoni and what he's doing. Sorry, Meg, I cut you off. 
They're making nobody happy. The thing is, it's only pandering to Dave Filoni and Filoni circle jerks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, John Favreau is pretty central to all this at this point as well. He is. Yeah, well, I don't think he's as because they're old. like they're like riding his success from doing Iron Man to Avengers fifteen years ago and trying to like yeah. recreate it, that for Star just, Wars. It's, it's just... not. It's it's purely for them and not for anybody else. Um, but like people have fooled themselves into liking their material um, and thinking that it has like a deeper meaning, <laughs> which like it doesn't. If you like it, that's fine, but it does not have a deeper meaning. Yeah, so um, I'll try to convince everyone that it does because it really, yeah. it's so fucking empty and hollow. And, and I'm fine with I Star gotta... Wars being dumb bullshit. I just wish yeah, it was consistent it dumb bullshit. Because the, the Mandalorian- Dumb bullshit. <laughs> the Mandalorian season three finale, like, effectively killed a lot of the love i did have for that show oh that's so bad it it killed whatever love i had left which was not much i'm gonna be honest yeah (laughs) that show that season had a lot of bad droid shit that made me real mad um felonia paper can't be trusted with droids no and i just don't understand why they're just sorry go ahead i'm cutting you off Meg. Handing over Star Wars to them, I think, is my villain origin story. Um, And I think we've all known this for a long time, but it's the first time I've specifically said that this is my villain origin story. But it is. Yeah, I'm getting Jokerified, honestly. (laughs) It will will probably be the first Star Wars movie I don't go see in the theater. Oh, yeah. I learned my list from Solo. Uh, I'm not going to see this in cinemas. Or maybe I I will. For the audience reactions, I'm not going to lie. I would love to see how people react to it. Because we are very emotive in cinemas. Um, Apparently, we're not emotive as a culture most of the time. But in cinemas, we are very emotive. Uh, So it's very fun for, like, the the preview nights or whatever. Yeah, it's just, like, I think the thing that gets me more than anything else is Thrawn is such a 40-year-old white man's favorite Star Wars villain. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Like, He is. You would think I would love a man with blue skin who's like an admiral, but I fucking do not give a I shit. I liked about Thrawn a lot no, when just I was made 16. Him, they just made him into a regular guy who's just <laughs> pretentious, who's just pretentious and like a misogynist. Like it's every every weird thing about Thrawn has been systematically taken away from him. You know what? I would love to see because he's like a Sherlock, basically, or at least he used to be. <laughs> Let Moffat write him. It would be fucking atrocious, but it would be really funny. Now I'm just getting flashbacks to when people were CGIing Benedict Cumberbatch blue. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. I mean, more accurate than Pierce Brosnan. I would, you know what? I I would watch that. Why not? I I forgot about the art that was literally Pierce Pierce Brosnan. Literally just Pierce Brosnan. was like official art in the Celebration Hall that it was Pierce Brosnan, but blue. That's Thrawn, yeah. <laughs> His eyes weren't even red. Like, it was just no. a blue was, Pierce Brosnan. Watching that get painted was buck wild. We were like, wait, is that Pierce Brosnan? <laughs> As it was going on? You're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to just use someone image, someone's image. That like feels that. illegal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just uh, hard to get excited about Ahsoka shit in general, but yeah, that's all I wanted to say. I will forever be mad that Rebels did not get an animated sequel, and it's just the shit's not gonna look good in live action, especially considering how fucking shit all the live action CGI's looked. It already last, looks like, like shit. Did you see that trailer? It was horrendous. But I did. Sorry. Uh, I did not speaking... watch it because why would I? 
<laughs> Speaking of why would I, let's talk about chapters 10 and 11 of Splinter of the Mind's Eye. <laughs> yep, yep, we got there. Yep. No. It never uh, ends. No, no, it does not. So when we last left our heroes, they were chasing after a Koei that Leah had thrown an axe into when suddenly they stopped as they came to the top of the hill. And what they see is not what they were expecting. They see even more impressively built structures and a lot more Koei, 200 of them. 200 specifically? Yeah, it was very specific. Luke counted. Yeah. And I think we also need to put an asterisk next to heroes. Yeah. I'm still, (laughs) jury's still out on them in this book. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Oh, and also Hala, the Yuzum, and the droids are tied up as prisoners. So, oops, what has happened here? Luke turns to run away, but Leia tells him they have nowhere to go. And I think she's right here. She would rather die fighting out in the open than in caverns that they're unfamiliar with. I appreciate Luke seeing, like, his overwhelming forces. Like, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna leave. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I also like that line of reasoning by Leia. It's like, you just want to see people get you you want people to see you get killed. You don't want it to happen in secret. Like you want this to like happen out in the open where everyone has seen you be murdered. I mean, that was weird. I don't want to die in a cave. <laughs> I don't like caves. <laughs> so, yeah, like, it doesn't seem like a bad place. Yeah. To I'm die. a little claustrophobic. Caves are often also slippery on the inside. Mm. I don't like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just in general. You don't want to die an accidental death in this situation. That's embarrassing. No. Right, that's what would happen, is I'd trip and fall and then, like... Yeah, that's embarrassing. (laughs) Yeah. Are there any places that are slippery that you would want to die? I mean, the thing is that technically the ocean isn't slippery because it's all water, Mm -hmm. and so it's not, like, water on a different surface. I'm gonna avoid the obvious joke I could be making right now. What, a water park? No, a slippery <laughs> place that you want to die? Come on! I could not be the no, only person Seth, thinking of Not this. a water park. It's while boning down. Uh, oh. <laughs> Why am I the one making sex jokes on this podcast? So you don't want to be inside a womb cave when you die? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> water park. That is, well, that is a bad way to phrase that. That was the most asexual interaction I've ever seen in my entire goddamn life. Really? <laughs> I <laughs> no, I don't want to die like that. <laughs> I would not be okay with it. Wait, sorry, now I'm actually unclear. Are we talking about boning down or the water park? Both. Both. It's, it's okay, both. okay. <laughs> One, you can't catch me at a water park. I don't trust that shit at all. Okay, um, that's how people get yeast infections. Um that's how people get that brain eating amoeba shit that's in my state. Yeah, we ain't doing that. We're no, no. no water parks. Um, yeah, but where are we to go on vacation if not the Wisconsin Dells? There's literally nowhere else take... in the state of Wisconsin. You, you all hang out. Maybe we won't go to Wisconsin. We go outside of Wisconsin. You leave Wisconsin for vacation. Oh, I would be okay if I died while like rescuing whales or something from like a sea world. Oh, That's yeah. Like, Whales yeah. are slippery. Yeah, like whales outside of the ocean are just slippery. Uh, so I'd be okay dying trying to save whales because I didn't I wear like or aqua like, socks. Like a pool of jello. That's I think not I'd be whales. Question. 
Yeah, I was just going to say, everyone else, save your ways you'd be okay with dying, because I think we have a yeah. listener question. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> Mine I'll only I'll have that turning away. Wheels, yeah. I'll have that turning uh, away in my head. Yeah. So Luke approaches this crowd of 200 Koei with his lightsaber out. They seem to admire it. Hala tells them they don't have much chance of getting out alive, and 3PL... 3PO tells Luke to save himself while he can, which is really sweet. That is sweet, but um, it doesn't sound like 3PO. No. Yeah. Yeah. And, very, and... very important to point out when characters don't sound like themselves in this book. Because um, <laughs> it happens Listen, so infrequently. 3PO has been probably the most consistent in this book. <laughs> yeah. So. He's been pretty 3PO. There's a really good 3PO moment coming. Yeah. He would be really like, oh, yes. save yourself so then you can come get help to get me. Yeah. <laughs> and then Luke says, I didn't walk and row this far to end up sacrificed to some subterranean deity. There was lots of really cringy stuff in this chapter about the Koei and how primitive they are. And it felt bad. Just want to call that that. out. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, that trope is unfortunately still very prominent in fantasy and sci-fi, but I can't imagine how much worse it was in the 70s. Yeah. It's crazy to think about how, like, Ewoks are just a few years out from this and how it's not, like, a perfect interpretation, but it's much better. (laughs) It's much better because at least they're treated as, like, sentient and stuff. um, And they're helpful. Uh, But, like, man, it's still the way that people are like, oh, yeah, I love Star Wars creatures, like the Sarlacc Pit and the Rancor and also Ewoks. And it's like, those aren't the same those don't go in the same yeah. category yeah. that's not a therapy people is a therapist <laughs> it's a fully a board certified therapist not a dog <laughs> yeah that ewok did not go to six years of graduate school <laughs> yeah to just put on a little mm-hmm. vest for mm-hmm. you to carry around like yeah. no <laughs> Meg, we've both fallen in love with like star wars like species that everyone treats like dog <laughs> but i fully see People. They're sentient. <laughs> so turns out Hala can speak their the Koei language. This keeps happening in this book where it's like, surprise, I know what these other people are saying. Why didn't she use that um, earlier? Yeah. So she tells them she's made a proposal they... to the three. Did they what? Oh, did they give her a little kiss? Is that <laughs> how she knows? It was not it was not described how they communicated, but maybe. Mm. Maybe. Uh, she has when they kissed her, they uploaded Duolingo into her, her brain. <laughs> you can now understand everyone. Yay! <laughs> she has made a proposal to the three chiefs. She won't tell anyone what that proposal is yet, which feels suspicious to me. The Kobe really dislike the humans who live on their planet because the miners don't treat native species well. Surprise, surprise. Uh, so they are already very suspicious of Luke and Leia, with good reason, I would say. They also treat death as an inevitable everyday occurrence. So they're not that mad that Luke and Leia just killed some of them. They're like, yeah. Okay, inevitable, but happens. like that? <laughs> it happens. That's not really, that That would be one thing where I'd be like, I have a problem with this. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you're coming here and being like, we're the good guys. And you just made a little oopsie daisy and 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> killed no. Some more people. Yeah, no. No. So the three chiefs are now arguing about what to do with their prisoners. Hala says that if they can't make up their mind, her proposal is to let Kanu, their god, decide. And how does that happen? It's done by having one of them, one of the prisoners, defeat one of the tribal champions in a fight until one of them quits or dies. And well, Hala has the option to quit is usually it's not. <laughs> she has already signed them up to do this. <laughs> but usually they just die. They can't quit. So yeah. I'd, like that's yeah. that's thoughtful, I guess. Um yeah. that feeling when you show up to the karaoke bar and your friend is like, oh, you're up next. You However, go. if they just quit, are they just gonna die anyways? <laughs> what song did you put yeah. in? <laughs> Don't worry about it. You're gonna love it. I warned. Oh, you're up now, actually. Go. Fuck. So it'll be Luke. Of course, because he's the hero. But he always has to go up there and belt Celine Dion at the top of his lungs. Right. Uh, He won't be able to use his lightsaber. This is hand-to-hand combat. Oh, he's fucked. Yeah. He and Leia are not happy about this, but it seems like their only chance to get out of here. So Hala tells Luke the Koei word for quit, just in case. I feel like Leia is probably better at hand-to-hand than Luke. Yeah, probably. Yeah, she is. <laughs> so Luke approaches the chiefs and prepares for the fight. Hala, meanwhile, after Luke has gone off, tells Leia that the word she taught Luke is actually a local swear word <laughs> that has something to do with parentage. That's so actually now, a very funny prank. <laughs> yeah, that so is now, very funny. If Luke feels like he needs or wants to quit, he's just going to be screaming out motherfucker <laughs> very loudly. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. That's actually funny. That's, that's like the best thing that um this this author, I yeah. forgot which one it was, has it's, it's Alan Dean Foster. Okay, it's Alan Dean Foster. I was worried that I was gonna Kim Janderson, I was worried I was gonna slander him again by accident. Um yeah. that is that is the funniest I thing. I mean he's he done. deserves it, whether accidental or not. I mean We're to be fair, I was right very now. willing to believe that this book was gonna be badly written because of the Force Awakens novelization. Huh? Like I I Alan Dean believe- Foster did the no, no, no. I was willing to believe mm-hmm. that Kim Janderson would write a bad book because of that. <laughs> no, Alan Dean Foster wrote that book. Yeah. yeah. No. Fuck my life. Yeah, Kevin J. Anderson did not write any canon book. <laughs> I keep being so mean to him. I don't think I've read a single book of his. No, he wrote the Jedi Academy trilogy. Oh, shit. Okay, he deserves it. <laughs> yeah he, what's with these men with their middle initials they're really messing us up here yeah the three the three name thing keeps fucking throwing me um that also reminds me of what my french teacher did in high school we asked her how to say like go away and she taught us an incredibly vulgar french swear um and then was yeah. like actually don't ever use that <laughs> yeah then why <sighs> i don't know oh i think we were asking how to say piss off um and yeah she did that she's like actually don't say that here's here's the actual way to say piss off Yikes. French well, class this... New Zealand. Do you know how it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This did That's feel cool. less like a prank, even though it's funny, because Hala thought it would like throw the Koei off guard if in a moment where he's about to quit, he is instead defiant and screaming out, motherfucker, motherfucker. So it might be to his benefit. Uh, she's trying to play the long game, and I don't know... If it's going to work, I think honestly, if I was fighting, playing the game, (laughs) 
If I was fighting some random dude for like to the death and I thought he was gonna die and he started he yelled motherfucker in my language out of nowhere, I would lose my shit. Like and it would give an advantage. I mean, I'd rage even harder. I'd be like, you don't know that word, and then I'd rage even more. Um so There you go, it could go one of two ways for Luke. Barbarian. I'm a barbarian, so I would just I'm not Be calling like, Mega Barbarian just like a, as an insult. I'm calling Mega Barbarian because she plays a barbarian at D&D. <laughs> and also barbarian in the fight. Uh, but no, like if someone starts swearing at me, we're going. Like, especially if you're pronouncing my language poorly. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. You get your ass kicked, Luke. <laughs> so Luke and the Koei fight. There's lots of water and splashing involved because they're in a pond and I think Twitter would have been very horny for the scene if it had ever been actually filmed this book is so horny they should they would be they absolutely would be yeah they're nuts for for wet Luke any of that wet twink Luke Meg I noticed that you're using um third person when you refer to Twitter yeah they not not we I'm not part of Star Wars anymore. <laughs> oh, Star Wars Twitter. Okay, gotcha. I don't know when the last time I tweeted about Star Wars was. I no longer associate with them. Thanks for the followers, but... uh. So, let's not go through the fight blow by blow, because that's boring. But it ends with Luke, while the Koei's holding his head under underwater, somehow throwing a big rock and hitting the Koei in the temple... He maybe used the force to throw it. It's a little unclear how it happened because he like doesn't remember it happening. Anyway, that's how it happens. He falls down unconscious in the water next to Luke. Leia rushes over to celebrate with Luke and says they can now go free unless the Koei don't have any honor. And then yikes. we get... Yeah. Mm, yeah, pretty yikes. And then we get this gem of a quote from... Luke Skywalker, which is maybe the most out-of-character thing from him I've ever read. It takes many thousands of years of advanced technological development for society to reduce honor to an abstract moral truism devoid of real meaning. What What the the fuck, fuck, Luke? (laughs) Did you read that somewhere? Was that in a movie that you memorized? Because no one knows what this means. What? (laughs) Imagine hearing Luke Skywalker saying that on screen. There is no way he knows what this means. No. 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 Yeah, that was wild to read. Uncle Owen used to say. (laughs) No! As my my farmer uncle used to say. Uncle Owen would just say, get in the fields, boy. (laughs) We have water to farm. We got moisture to farm. Those aren't working class thoughts, you know? Those aren't like... Yeah, no. <laughs> this isn't backwater farm planet thoughts. It'll He's take many thousands of, of years to together. harvest this year's water if you don't get your ass out there. Get back to work. Yeah. <laughs> He's just stringing random words together and hopes it'll impress Leia. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to whoop your butt for a thousand years if you don't get to work. <laughs> so the Koei anyway. rush over... To their unconscious guy and try to revive him while Luke frees Hala, the Yuzum, and the droids. The champion Luke defeated comes over and slaps Luke in the face. Nice. And he's 
very caught off guard by it, as was I. But Hollis says that this is just their way of acknowledging that Luke is stronger than him, and Luke just needs to hit him back a little harder, and then it's just settled. That would be really funny if that was a prank as well. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just just hit him a bit harder. Just hit him back. (laughs) Just hit him back. And it starts another fight. That was totally like, that was totally a sign of friendship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But speaking of starting another fight, the Koei invite them all for to stay for a feast. Luke kind of understandably doesn't really want to stay. Like, <laughs> are they going to slap him more? Like, how's this going to go down? I don't know why everyone else was like, "Yeah, sure." After everything that just happened, let's definitely have a party with these guys. Like, what? I mean, everybody lived. Yeah. Yeah. Did who was that celebration? Did college? anybody die? <laughs> Yeah, did anybody die? No. It's yes. Two Koei died. Luke and Leia murdered them. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's right. The Ewoks were literally in the process of roasting Han, and they still had a party afterwards. That's a good point. They did still have a big party afterwards. Yeah. To be fair, that is Han. He like smelt some roast flesh, and he was like, "I could go for a meal." As long as it's not me. Han actually is like, "Well, now I'm hungry." it's just like when you take han out of the trio you start to realize how much han is actually the brain cell of the group sometimes (laughs) which is scary to think about but he is kind of the one that's like what the fuck are we doing han is high wisdom low intelligence luke and leia are high intelligence low wisdom i would not say luke is high intelligence (laughs) Oh, no, Leia's high fair. intelligence, low Leia's wisdom. High Luke is low yeah. wisdom and low intelligence. <laughs> yeah. Wisdom, in, uh, wisdom and intelligence were his dump stats. And yeah, Han Luke is, is like super high charisma mm-hmm. too. And so like being in these situations would be less dire. <laughs> I, I mean, if like Han had been here when those like the Koei turned up, he would have been like, whoa, don't shoot them. What the fuck are you doing? Right, they're exactly. just guys. <laughs> they're just little guys. He'd like woke up and like bro hug them, and everything would be fine. He would kiss them on the cheek, and then it'd be fine. <laughs> he'd slap one of them. He'd know. He'd slap them. Yeah, he'd be like, "I know you're a stronger warrior than I am." God, I miss Han. <laughs> I miss Han. I really miss Han in this book. <laughs> I don't usually miss Han, but I really miss Han. Steph, you would love Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> look when we're all together later this year we can finally watch it wow <laughs> guess what we know what we're doing for your reception meg what a delicious yeah. wedding present <laughs> <laughs> steph's first time watching a fire straight back <laughs> there we go i figured out my Keith, first one. i just now saw that you put thrawn as pierce brosnan art in the chat <laughs> so thanks for that no, no. You're welcome. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Luke is like, I really don't want to go to this feast. <laughs> Why are we going to this feast? And Hollis says they could turn down the invitation, but that would insult both the Koei and their god. So they'd have to do the whole fight thing again <laughs> to get out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so Luke makes this actually funny joke that, oh, suddenly I'm very hungry. <laughs> Also, I think Carla's lying about that just because she really wants this meal. She's yeah, like, oh yeah, you would have to fight them again? Yeah, it would be really bad. We can't say no. Chapter 11. It's feast time. There's lots of music and dancing, but the food 
as described by Alan Dean Foster, tastes like reprocessed X-wing fuselage insulation, which is not a very I have appetizing no idea description. What that like. Why? Why does Alan Dean Foster know what that tastes like? Does yeah. Alan Dean Foster just eat fiberglass in his spare time? I mean. On... <laughs> I could explain the book. It was the 70s. It might, might explain a lot, yeah. <laughs> I like the part where Meg said it was the 70s. <laughs> I mean, they put toxic shit in everything back then, so you never know. Yeah, they're like, the walls are painted with lead. Let's line everything with asbestos. Like, it's fine. It's fine. No, it's no one will die. suffer any negative some toads for us to lick. Yeah. Um, but... None of them are complaining after just struggling to survive, basically, in the wilderness for the past few days. They're all very hungry. Leia is loving the entertainment, and she tells Luke that she has a great appreciation for art because totalitarian governments like to stifle it, which felt a little too real in our current day and age to read about. Out. Um, Luke says he's just an untutored country boy, and Leia says, for an untutored country boy, you're one of the most Un you're one of the most sophisticated man men I know. Like, and... the rest of them die on Alderaan, I guess. Mm -hmm. Luke said, yeah, I'm just an like... untutored farm boy, and it takes many thousands of years of advanced technological development for society to reduce honors and abstract more tourism devoid of real meaning. Yeah, how can you say that after that happened in the last chapter, mm -hmm. but also knowing that Leia's a princess? Like, I know it's mm -hmm. trying to be like, ooh, it's a compliment, but like, that's just a lie. Um, <laughs> it's a straight, she's straight yes. line to him. Like, interesting would have been a better descriptor of Luke. Yeah. 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 Or like, upstanding, but not sophisticated. Like, <laughs> curious would work. Like, there's yeah. so many words that would work there instead of sophisticated. Yeah. And then, here we go with the twin says. Primitive music and chanting faded into the background as he turned to her in surprise. Like a missile launcher, sighting on its prey, his eyes contacted hers. There was a brief, silent explosion before she looked hurriedly away. Thinking very hard about something he'd hardly dared think about for several years, he bit into the fruit again more carefully this time. Luke is thinking about, he's thinking about fucking Leia. Uh, like a missile that you're sighting on its prey. Yeah. Oh, I hate. I hate it. He bit into the fruit more carefully this time. <laughs> Every so word was eating worse fruit than is the, the equivalent of a cold it. shower in the galaxy far, far away. Obviously. Was it a oh peach? Was he? Was he careful? It was definitely a peach. It was 100 a peach. God. Luke Skywalker needs some help. Mm-hmm. Andy Foster learned similes. Luke Skywalker just needs to get laid. Yeah. That is not going to solve that problem. Thinking nah. very hard about something he'd hardly dare think about for several years. What does that mean? That's you know so exactly Back when he was 13, he used to think about it a lot, but, but then so he got distracted by the moisture written. vaporators. Yeah. It's like he's thought about That's fucking a... Leia, but hasn't thought about it. Until... That's such a poorly written sentence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a just... That's it's, just... That's, oh. a, that's, that's a fiberglass talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, that's, that, that's our take on Rogue Potter and the problem with this twin cess scene is the sentence structure. I yes. mean, <laughs> yes, that is uh, that is a problem, yeah. Listen, if it was written better, you could sell it. But like, if this is written very poorly. If it, it was, was written better, it you could what, sell the, the twin cess? 
look at how popular uh, Plant Sest is right now. It wasn't was Princess at the time, to be fair also, to Alan. Um, but yeah. It was right. a different world, yeah. And as Luke bites into this fruit carefully, uh-oh, he senses <laughs> something in the force. It's Darth Vader, and he's coming here, and he's close. How convenient. Yes. Do the Imperial March. What whiplash to be biting into a peach thinking about fucking Leia. Your sister, and then your dad shows up. (laughs) Your dad shows up. Uh, (laughs) We've all been there. Dad. uh, You ruined that moment again. Dad, stop cock-blocking me. It's just funny with the benefit of hindsight that you know Obi-Wan is probably watching all this and going, fucking stop it! (laughs) I knew I I should have mentioned that detail. (laughs) There's one fact I left out that was pretty crucial. This is is, is because I'm asexual. It never occurred to me that... (laughs) It never occurred to me that this might happen. (laughs) Why would this happen? Qui-Gon thinks to him laughing. Yeah, Quagga's just like this is amazing. <laughs> this, this, sounds, this seems like a you problem, Obi Wan. <laughs> this is something that you would do. Yeah, you yeah. ace fucker. I know. I knew you trained him because I made you promise to do it. But like, this is also your fault. <laughs> this is <mostly> your fault. <laughs> He's like, to be fair, I only had Anakin. You had Luke. Yeah, Luke was your job. This is your fault. <laughs> I love the idea of the two of them just like sitting there watching over like everything happening in the galaxy. I know they weren't alive at the same time, but just like anytime Anakin does something <laughs> messy, uh, Qui-Gon just being like, oh, and anytime Luke does something messy, Obi-Wan being like, ugh, and the other one like pointing at them and laughing at them. <laughs> that truly That's is a lineage. You. That's you, yeah. Oh, yeah. When uh, who's fuck up can fuck up every harder. Time, every time Darth Vader does something like evil, mm-hmm. Obi-Wan's just like, he's the chosen one, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Luke will like open his mouth and Qui-Gon's like, I mean, at least he's better than your chosen one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at least he's not flirting with his sister. Look at this wet incestuous twink. <laughs> <laughs> About to die inside think... a slippery environment. <laughs> I think that's the funniest thing, the funniest way Luke's ever described. <laughs> It's accurate though. Yeah. It in, the, in these chapters of this book, it's very accurate. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot about the person, the two people that got married in the line for Return of the Jedi wearing Luke and Leia costumes. Yikes. That's that's a whole that's a lot. That's why you can't keep secrets. That's why Mr. Checked up on them. Like, bad. are they still together? How's that relationship going for them? I wonder. They're divorced <laughs> immediately. They got it annulled after the movie. <laughs> so a shouting Koei messenger comes in and relays to the chiefs that hard shell humans are coming, which means stormtroopers, not the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, <laughs> crossover, though. Yeah. Crossover begins. And they brought pizza for all of us. <laughs> Round two. They're wondering how they could have been tracked. And Luke says they weren't tracked. Vader can just sense him. He's coming for us. And then C-3PO imitates fainting, which was very funny to me. <laughs> he, like, pretends to faint. And then I was like, oh, I'm sorry, my circuits got overloaded. <laughs> it was just so, oh, oh, no, he's coming for us. <laughs> it's just so funny. <laughs> 3PO getting the vapors. 
Yeah. Perfect. The Chiefs come over to Luke expect- expectantly because he is now the greatest warrior present. Oh. Luke thinks they should try negotiating, but all the Koei want to fight. The Koei are readying for battle, and Luke admires how they're doing it oddly enthusiastically. They're like, all right, here we go. Let's fight, fight, fight. Let's kill some stormtroopers. Yeah. Luke, Hala, and Leia get their guns ready, but the Yuzum say they're more comfortable with the axes, which was a detail that I really loved. (laughs) Like, no, 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 you keep the guns. I have an axe. (laughs) Some people are gun people, you know? I'm also. Some people are X people. Leia says, all she she wants is one clear shot at Vader. She is clearly out for revenge here. And then she tells Luke that if it should come to them being captured, she wants him to just kill her instead. He reluctantly agrees, and this is all very grim. Just very grim. That never works out well. (laughs) No, no, you can't. You can't make your brother slash lover promise something like that to you. And there's no. no way he'll go through with it. Yeah. You gotta ask Hala. Hala will do it. Yeah. Hala will do it. She'll do it before. Yeah. You wanna avoid being captured? Let's do it now. <laughs> yeah. No time Thumbs like the up. present. <laughs> uh two advanced stormtrooper scouts appear, but the Koei sneak up on them and dispose of them pretty easily. Then comes the main group of stormtroopers, and everything d- dissolves into chaos. There's gunfire, there's screams, there's other battle sounds ringing out from everywhere. Uh, there's lots of fighting. Leia decapitates someone at some what the point. Fuck? It's, and it's not really explained how. Like she, de- all she has is a gun. She had a gun, <laughs> and it's just like she decapitated the stormtrooper. And it's like, how? What? How? Gun? <laughs> um. Luke just barely deflects a bullet at one point with his lightsaber, and then he, like, gives thanks to Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. (laughs) (laughs) And then they see Darth Vader. Luke screams his name, and Vader hears him and tries to make his way towards Luke. While Vader is trying to get to Luke, Leia races up toward a stalagmite on the cavern ceiling. When she gets to the top, she steadies her rifle and takes a shot at Vader. He falls to the ground. There's smoke issuing from his left side, but there's just a hole in his cloak and some of the armor (laughs) has melted away. So, and he's otherwise unharmed. Vader is once again being really dramatic. (laughs) Oh, oh. I've been been shot. (laughs) I've been shot, but he's, he's fucking fine. (laughs) My cake. Yeah. He gets up and starts to walk away and Leia takes another shot as he disappears out of sight. And that is it for Darth Vader. (laughs) What the fuck is he doing? He just walks in as a dramatic little baby and it's like, all right, I'm out. I'm done. Get shot once. Dips. He flees. And then he's gonna fix his cape. Do you know how much it then costs to animate? Yeah. Yeah. And then they couldn't afford James Earl Jones in this budget. Exactly. (laughs) That's exactly right. It's like you he has no speaking lines. He's there for like two seconds and like that's it. But then his bitch ass is on the book cover as if he's going to be like the, the main <laughs> villain. He's very prominent on the book cover. <laughs> he is very prominent on there, yeah. I did expect more Vader. <laughs> as he walks away, Leia says, well darn, which is <laughs> so You asked Luke to kill you first? 
she's gonna get captured and then well, the result darn. Is, well darn <laughs> he got away oh shoot our readers <laughs> off the way oh golly the, the koei have been have laid absolute waste to the stormtroopers because they were hiding and like the stormtroopers were caught by surprise there aren't many of them left uh Luke is really disturbed by seeing the Koei kill the stormtrooper survivors who were wounded, which is pretty grim, but also, yeah, yeah, it's just stormtroopers. Fucking kill Leia them. Just, yeah, Leia just shrugs it off. She says they should find everyone else and celebrate, but Luke says, there's nothing here I want to celebrate. Ugh. Not even Leia? That's when you can see the where, where Luke is, where Luke is Anakin Skywalker's son. <laughs> being really dramatic about that and that's the end of that chapter like they're stormtroopers it's okay that they die they're fascists yeah don't lose sleep over killing they killed your parents i mean by parents i mean aunt and yeah your family the family that you know of yeah like come on you can't be like oh considering if any one of those survive like they'll try to kill everybody else so it's like the fascist is no. fine. Don't lose, lose sleep over killing Nazis. Yeah. General good rule of life. <laughs> yeah. Well, on that, that very uplifting note, um, let's slide into the glister questions, which I, I think the theme Slip of this book is that they've all been very wet. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's really hard not to be with this fucking book. Because, like, last week... Our question was, what's the most inconvenient body part to lose the ability to sweat? Um, it was about kisses the week before. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. all wet. All wet all the time. And we we did talk a long time about this last time, so I'll jump right into the glisteners. <laughs> <laughs> we, spent, we spent an amount of time on this that I talked to my therapist about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I haven't been to therapy in months. It's been great. Oh, <laughs> yay. <laughs> uh, X-Wings in History said, I don't know if it's sweat exactly, but knee and numb with dry little jowly would be horrible. <laughs> I think they're called dew flaps, which is equal parts atrocious and horny. <laughs> dry little jowlies. Wow, every word of that response got better than the last word. Try little <laughs> and me thinking about that for forever that nearly took me out brooke said the worst place to lose the ability to sweat would be the palms of my hands because how else am i supposed to feel stress whenever a character is climbing something <laughs> <laughs> it's apathy that's what that is Emp- sorry empathy <laughs> is kind of the opposite of what you want yeah that's why i was like oh, that's a mind. great Freudian slip <laughs> tomato tomato i have secondhand apathy <laughs> yeah. you lose you lose the ability to sweat and suddenly you got apathy about everything yeah the, uh, the, the emotions are stored in the body juices apparently oh they are though we need to move on if you lost the ability to have a single drop of sweat on your forehead how could would you possibly signal embarrassment or discomfort? Nobody would ever know. <laughs> yeah, anime characters would fucking suffer. Yeah. What could they do? How would you know that they... Go- I was about to say, is Jay an anime character? <laughs> Jay is absolutely yes. an anime character. 
Yes. Jay is the most anime character like person. <laughs> Jay is specifically in the in the Roman bathhouse anime. <laughs> yeah. It is crazy accurate. <laughs> uh Ben Warman said the most inconvenient place to lose the ability to sweat would be the upper torso, since that would mean the lower torso would be constantly moist, <laughs> leading to common misunderstandings based on visual evidence. <laughs> the bottom half just makes up for wet it. just very wet i mean you yeah, gotta we regulate it somehow we, we didn't think about how yeah it's double sweat oh, in all the other areas just a wet belly and a very dry chest <laughs> Yuck. congratulations y'all did it this episode you triggered the gag reflex thank you oh no <laughs> oh no i'm muting myself yeah yeah if you need to go to the bathroom, oh wow, yeah, we really we understand. Uh, James said that the worst place to lose the ability to sweat is right at your nostrils threshold. The pimples that grow there are the hardest to handle, and it's true. You got to get, you got to get that moisture yeah. out. You gotta, you gotta let that flush out every so. Long. You know what? I think our listeners are funnier than us because these responses are always better than ours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just Listen, throwing that out there. Funny. We have to be funny for like a whole 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hot by work. the end. Yeah. Um, um just take my great. Bodie X Wings. I just just take it. Um <laughs> dry yeah. little jellies is perfect. I'm, I'm not making them my X Wings. I'm trying to make them more scarce. <laughs> um, well, I would give my X Wings, but Danny's already done it, so uh we do have um some bonus Yuzum secret responses that just came in right as we were like recording last week. So we missed him. Um, Yubsy said that the Yezum informed Luke that the woman in the cell with them was his sister, but he ignored the information because he was too horny. <laughs> no, Luke. And very similarly, Brooke said that the Yezum told Luke who his father was, but he was too into the kiss to hear that. <laughs> I'm, like giving, I'm, I'm giving Bodies to both of these, both of these responses. It's just so funny to like, I'm relaying you very vital information. <laughs> they both went for the you same thing. Sister? But you're Luke, just, Luke, you're pay attention. Luke, are you listening? <laughs> no, I'm Luke, looking at how Darth Vader is your dad. Like, oh, a, that was a, like a cold, wet child Leia looks like or whatever. <laughs> what? Oh, God. Why Gosh. is it always wit? <laughs> Why is everything else playing at more? Because he wit spent is, his entire child why is everything we talk about planet? on this podcast moist because the book is wet the whole freudian theory is that like you obsess over the thing you were deprived of as a child luke grew up on a desert he was deprived oh. of moisture to be fair like i got this book from i picked this book up from the library and it was soaking weird <laughs> i don't know how they did it <laughs> this is why they keep it in the basement it was just constantly weird that sucks <laughs> thanks for the yeah. horrifying mental image Seth. <laughs> This book is just a fucking ECP, honestly. Um, this week's glistener question is what is a slippery way to die that you would be okay with? And maybe it is going into a cave and tripping and falling on the moist rocks. Uh, but that's definitely not for me. I'm a if I if I slip on the orca tank at SeaWorld, then like that's fine. That's on me. I don't think I'd be okay with it. I don't think I'd be okay with it. This brings way more meaning to that meme of like they caught me slipping. Yeah, they caught me slipping. Yeah. 
I think Literally. this would be it would be so funny that I would have to like be okay with it, but I wouldn't actually be okay with it, you know? It's like you know those little like those those things that like you have as a kid, they're like a weird little packet of like goop and it's really slippery to hold. Mm-hmm. If like I was trying to catch one of those and it fucking just rocketed out of my hand so so hard, it slammed me in the head and killed me immediately. <laughs> Just cause traumatic brain injury. Immediately just annihilated Blood me. Blood force trauma. <laughs> it was just too fucking slippery. It would be really funny. Terrible. Terrible way to go. <laughs> it would be a terrible way to go, but it would be very funny. Yes. Um, we it, also have a bonus. The classic, like, slipping on a banana peel. I was just <laughs> going to say that. I was just going to say that would be mine. Because, like, I grew up thinking banana peels were going to be way more of an issue. <laughs> Than they have been. <laughs> media, <laughs> media has taught us to, to be very concerned about banana peels. Like, I, I was a little they'd scared. They'd be everywhere. So I was like, like the I number like of car accidents they've caused in Mario Kart is yeah. not equivalent to the number of car accidents they've caused in the real world. Yeah. Like, as a kid, I would very carefully carry the peel to the garbage and make sure it got in there. <laughs> I didn't want to leave it on the ground. Just and dive in a banana think, peel. I just think one, just one person slipping on a banana peel and dying would like make it worthwhile. I've also tried <laughs> eating mushrooms. <laughs> I've also tried eating mushrooms to make my car go faster, but that also doesn't seem to work. Yeah, that doesn't You're work. Mushrooms. Hey, yeah. mushrooms could be a slippery way to die. Um, they, they are pretty slippery when they wait. Yeah, are very slippery, uh, and therefore probably very poisonous so i can't think of a worse way to die than something involving something slippery just for texture reasons yeah <laughs> that's fair so You're i'm like, gonna say unacceptable. i'm gonna say i just get i just get ate, eaten by a crocodile make it quick you know Ooh, i'm feeding cool. back into the ecosystem yeah 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 and like if you're close enough to a crocodile where they can eat you you were slipping. They caught you slipping. <laughs> they caught you slipping, yeah. They caught you slipping. Yeah. <laughs> um, we also have a bonus question this week, which is are you an axe person or a gun person? Axe person, absolutely. Axe person. I know I know how to use an axe. Gun. Yeah, I'm an axe person. If I'm gonna get murdery, I want it to be close range. And like I, I want them to know, you know I killed them. I want, I want, yeah, I want the to like I want the 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 the, the feel of it right i have to live with the consequences of this action um to be fair apparently you can decapitate someone with both so i don't <laughs> according to leia i don't think leia did it <laughs> <laughs> i don't know the book said she did must this be true book is wrong about a lot of things oh shit that's me <laughs> i was like why is nobody talking <laughs> All right, listeners, hit us up on Twitter with your answer to this week's listener question or on Discord if you're in our Discord, thanks to Patreon. Um, well, both of our questions, if you want. It's up to you. I said our Twitter, right? It's <laughs> twitter.com slash roguepodron. At roguepodron? Who the fuck cares? Our website, everyone knows how Twitter works at this point. It's fine. You can find us. Our website is roguepodron.com. Our email is roguepodron at gmail.com. Our Patreon, if you want to join our Discord, is roguepodron. It did it wrong again. <laughs> It's patreon.com slash roguepodron. Uh, listen to us on your favorite podcatcher. Leave us a review on iTunes. We love them. Um, tell us how amazingly wet this podcast is. <laughs> I'm sure that will entice the listeners to listen to us, which is exactly what we want. We definitely want more listeners. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Am I doing reverse psychology? We just don't know. 
<laughs> we never will. You never will. At least you leave a review. I might tell you. Just you privately. Yeah, just you. All right. That's right. Next leave time. a review on oh our my... podcast and Saf will private DM you. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Saf yeah. will slide right in, as they say. <laughs> Next time on Rogue Padron, chapter 12, the end, the last chapter of Splinter of the Mind's Eye by Alan Dean Foster, not Kevin J. Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, this is Rogue Padron signing off. Pash out. I just really like that they kiss to convey their language. Honestly, it's amazing. It's probably my favorite thing. That's like the only good thing in this book. And 3PO painting uh, was also very <laughs> I would also like to keep my blood. That's an important thing to do. Keeping blood my is blood good. Will stay in here. No matter how hydrated I am, it does not want to come out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think your blood is doing the right thing there. <laughs>